1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: This is Dirt and Sprague. Holy crap. What happened?
3: You got pink eye.
2: With Andy Dirt Johnson. you each other butterfly kisses or something? Ha uh, ha ha. Very funny. That's not how you get pink eye. You get it from poo particles making their way into your ocular cavities. And Brendan Sprague.
1: I farted on Jason's pillow as a practical joke. He farted on Jonah's thinking it was mine. And then... Eventually, pink eyed my pillow. Um, not proud of any of this, but I think we've all for-
2: forgiven each other. Dirt and Spray, on 1080.
4: You can get pink eye from farting in a pillow? Totally. That's awesome. The fan. Hey, let's do this. Final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Mail sack coming up in 10 minutes. Get your questions in 503 250 1080. We've got a lot to get to in the final hour. Uh, Zach Wilson back at it. Remember him? The New York Jets quarterback. Oh, God. What do you need to talk about with Zach Wilson? Uh, Sometimes having get up on your screen helps because I did not see this quote from yesterday and they just played the video and I thought, did he really say that? Are you talking about Salah saying they're going to get him right? No, no, not that. It was a comment from Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. About next season and how he's going to handle a certain situation. And I want to play that audio you for you. You mean it. being traded? <laughs> Coming up at 830. Um, I do, before we get to, I meant to do this yesterday, and we just kind of lost track of time, national championships going on and all that. I have our preseason NFL predictions. I want to give those to you in a moment. Uh, but before we do, should we pay homage to Cliff Kingsbury, who somehow got fired at Texas Tech and landed an NFL job? He's officially out on his ass. He got fired yesterday in Arizona. Yeah, that. I mean, that's... <laughs> We were expecting that. And by the way, I love that Ian Rappaport as a favor probably to the agent, classified it from Kingsbury's end as more of a mutual parting of the ways. <laughs> parting of ways. That was building as the year went on of the growing rumblings of like, does he even want to coach anymore? He hates Kyler Murray that much. Does Did you see him get yelled anymore? at? I wouldn't want to coach. <laughs> he was there, ended up being there for four seasons. They were five, ten, and one in his first year. Eight and eight, remember in twenty twenty, they got off to that great start. Murray got hurt and they just stumbled in twenty 2020. twenty. Uh twenty twenty-one also a great start, fell off, but they still made the playoffs and had one of the worst playoff performances I think I've ever seen in my adult life. Uh, and lost to the Rams last year in the wild card game and then 4-13 and 13 this year so an under 500 coach in college finished his NFL tenure at 28-37-1 yes and how soon until we see that dude sitting on a beach on Instagram because I got a feeling Cliff Kingsbury's not coaching anytime soon oh so you haven't seen the tea leaves no what are the tea leaves saying uh, that if McVay comes back he might want to hire Cl- uh, Cliff Kingsbury interesting okay yeah. if I'm Cliff I'm taking some time off Kyler Murray seems like a total douche to have to deal with for four years and I think I'd be ready to just you know what i made a lot of money Mm. i'm a good looking dude i can sleep with any woman i want and i'm gonna go i'm gonna go enjoy this he just signed a contract extension last year that's going to pay him until 2027 yeah they're stupid he's getting a big buyout out of this there is no need for that dude to work he is but like i could flip that and say i understand why you'd say that but if the opportunity to work with sean mcveigh you want to go coach that Rams offense with no offensive line and Matthew Stafford in his back and brain issues? If if McVay chooses to come back, I would roll the dice with him, yeah. If I'm going to hitch my wagon to something at this point for damage control, I mean, the, what is McVay? Is, is Kingsbury even 45? How old he is Cliff Kingsbury? is 43. He's 43. Do you know how young that is in coach In the coaching, oh, he's got another thirty years. World, I mean, if he wanted to, that's what I'm saying. Though, is yes, everybody would like to go sit on a beach with a nice drink and a gorgeous woman that's barely wearing anything sitting next to you, an Instagram model, as you get paid by an organization that sucks. (laughs) I, I, sounds like a good life. It does. It sounds like a fantastic life. But if you're not done working, (laughs) if you still care about your career, you gotta hit your wagon to something, man. I mean. Watch D'Amico Ryans. You want a Class A example, and I I don't just say this because I like him, but look who teams are talking to right now. D'Amico Ryans is being talked to. Mm -hmm. Two front office guys are being talked to. San Francisco is, is an organization that is drawing interest from organizations around the league. If you want to be interesting and you want to maybe redeem yourself, why not go be an offensive consultant, a quarterback coach, whatever the position would be, Go work with Sean McVay this year because even though the Rams had a bad season and didn't live up to the repeat hype, nobody's batting an eye at Sean McVay and questioning his coaching ability. He just won a Super Bowl last year. Yeah, Stafford got hurt. His offensive – he lost Andrew Whitworth. Aaron Donald got hurt and lost for the year. Like, they suffered some pretty big injuries. Uh, Cooper Cup was lost to the season. Like, that's – nobody's saying – Sean McVay can't coach, so I would understand why he would hitch his wagon to him. Yeah, I I get it on on the Kingsbury part. We'll have to see what happens with McVay if he's still even coaching next year in L.A., if he tries to move on. Like, what in the world's going to happen there? And we've seen a handful of coaches. I I do think a gap year can be really beneficial, just to kind of recharge your batteries. Like, for Doug Peterson, things got hairy at the end in Philadelphia. And it was kind of a rough ending of Carson Wentz. Remember his last game in Philly was the game that he, he kind of purposely tanked and he took Jalen Hurts out. Remember that? And they ended up losing that game and it cost a team a play. I think it was the Giants ended up getting screwed out of the playoffs that year and the Commanders went and it was like everybody was pissed off at him. That's how things ended in Philly. Took a year off, waited, and then ended up landing a good, a, a good job. If I were Cliff, that's what I would do. Give me a year off and then we'll kind of see where the landscape lays after a year. Uh, but he got fired yesterday to the surprise of nobody. We all knew it was coming in Arizona. I find them to be the least desirable spot as a coach, even with crazy Jim Ursay, even with no assets and $245 million <laughs> Russell Wilson in Denver. Let me ask you this. You get offered the Texans job and the Cardinals job. Those are your only two jobs. Texans. You're taking the Texans. Yeah, right? and I hate that ownership group. I think they're awful. I think what they did the last two years does need to be discussed, despite how some people feel about that topic. It needs to be discussed. Um, but yeah, I, I the car, what have the Cardinals done ever? Ever, they had like two years with Carson Palmer and Bruce Arians, or no? Uh, Kurt they, Warner. They, they had got the, the, the Kurt Super Warner Bowl. with Ken Whisenhunt. Yeah, and then they had the Carson or the. Uh, uh, they went to an NFC title Carson game. With Carson Palmer, Palmer and they got smoked by the Panthers. He threw five picks in that yeah. game, and Bruce Arians. Like outside of those two seasons, they have been a joke my entire life. Yeah, yeah, they're known for uh Jerry Maguire. Rod Tidwell, a fictional football player. Yeah, okay. Show me the money. Cool. Since they got to Arizona, they have not done anything. And, you know, at some point, you got to look at the situations. At least Houston's going to have the picks and – There's some talent, at least um, Indianapolis is going to have an owner who, yeah, he's a little off his rocker, but he cares. (laughs) He's going to spend a lot of money. You know that. Carolina's (laughs) owner is off to a very poor start. You know, he's desperate to kind of, hey, what do you need? I'll get it done. Mm -hmm. I just look at the situations. I think I'd rather go to Denver. Arizona's got Kyler Murray and nothing. And even Kyler Murray is not somebody I'd want as my franchise quarterback. And, oh, by the way, the one thing he relied on for his size – was his ability to move around, extend plays. (laughs) He He just tore his ACL. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know about all that. For them, it all goes back to last year, giving Kime and Kingsbury an extension and then giving Kyler Murray, like caving into Kyler Murray this offseason. That told me all I needed to know about the incompetence there. There was no rush to give him a contract. He didn't need to. He's going into year four. You got another year to figure it out. And if you wait another year, there's no chance in hell you're giving Kyler that extension right now. No chance. If you waited one more season, he was not good even when he was healthy this year. Uh, and then he couldn't stay healthy again. I So they, they just, they they rushed. They had one good stretch last year where they started, what, 7-0, 8-0, whatever it was. They ended up losing to Green Bay finally on like a Thursday night. Their season crumbled, but they got to the playoffs and they're like, hey, we haven't been in the playoffs in a long time. Let's give everybody an extension. And boy, oh boy, did it backfire on them. That was such a bad playoff performance, though. It was horrendous. He threw a pick in his own end zone. Remember that? He like under- hand, on under- throw, <laughs> pick six. Hand I'll zone. never forget that. Uh, let's take a quick look before we get to the mail sack. Your questions welcome, 503 at our preseason. NFL predictions now that we know division winners. So I I believe my one prediction that I know or my two are I think I picked the Colts in the South, and I think you I did? picked the Rams in the AFC, NFC West. You I? did. You picked yeah. the Rams to win the NFC West. Okay. Uh, so did Swag. I was the only one that took the 49ers. I did have the Rams making the playoffs, though. Yeah. And that that obviously did not happen. I don't think anybody saw them falling off the cliff quite no. like that. No, 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 no. Uh, we all had two NFC division winners. Uh, I, I took the Bucks and 49ers. Swag got the Eagles in the Bucks, And Sprague, you got the Vikings and the Eagles. You were the only one to took the Vikings. Who did I... Oh, I took the Saints in the South. You took the as Saints a, in the yeah, South. I put a futures on them. I took Dallas in the East. Swag had the Rams win in the West and the Packers win in the North. That okay. obviously didn't happen. Not bad. Uh, we all had multiple wildcard teams. Again, I took the Rams. They didn't make it, but I had Minnesota and, and Philly as wildcard teams, so they technically made the playoffs. You had Tampa and San Francisco as wild card teams. They made the playoffs. Uh, and Swag hit, hit, ended up having the most. He had San Francisco, Dallas, and Minnesota as wild card How teams. So that? He got five playoff teams out of the seven in the NFC. That's not too shabby. Uh, AFC, you and I both took the Chargers. We were high on the Chargers in the offseason. That did not happen, but they did make the playoffs. We get credit for that. Uh, We both also took Baltimore to win the AFC North. We're close on that one. That did not take place, but we were close. Uh, Swag got the Chiefs to win the AFC West. He did take Cincinnati again to win the North. And we all, of course, took Buffalo to win the East. Uh, I took the Jags. To win the AFC South, that was probably my best pick. And then uh, uh, you and uh, Swag took the Colts to win the South, mm-hmm. and you ended up hitting on on three other. You got you had Miami. You were the only one that had Miami in the playoffs. Yeah, baby, so you got that going for you. Uh, uh, you both, you and I, both had KC and Cincinnati as wild card teams. Uh, Swag had the Chargers in and the Ravens in. And a quick reminder of our Super Bowls, just so we can tell you if, uh, oh. if you're still is still alive. None of our Super Bowls are still alive. I have now the winners are alive. Did I take Bills Rams? You took the Bills over the Rams. Yeah, why did I have so much faith in the Rams? I don't know. It, does, it repeats Ugh. don't happen very F them often. Them picks got into my brain. It, I guess it did, man. Uh, your NFC title game was Rams over the Vikings. Yeah. You had the Bills over the Colts in the AFC title game. <laughs> Swag also had the Bills over the Colts in the AFC title game. I had game. the
2: Packers in the Super Bowl, didn't I?
4: You had the Packers over the Rams in the uh, NFC Championship, Championship game, and you had the Bills beating the Packers in the Super Bowl. But I remember doing those picks, and I remember thinking, you got to be ballsy because the NFL is crazy. It's crazy. Something yeah. wild's going to happen. We all know it. I also had the Packers in the Super Bowl. Mm. I had the Packers beating the Rams in the <laughs> NFC Championship game. We all had the Rams getting there. I love that. Uh, I have the Chargers over the the ravens and the A- and the afc title so, hey could could happen uh, never know could happen and i have the chargers winning the super bowl over the green bay <laughs> packers so all of our super bowl champs are still alive baby they're still alive did right. I have the Bills winning? You did. You both had the Bills oh. winning the Super Bowl. And now I have the Bengals winning. I actually think the Bengals <laughs> yeah. are going to win the
2: Super
4: Bowl. <laughs> so I, I always love writing those down. It's fun to kind of look, take a look down uh, memory lane and see all the stuff we got wrong. But uh, you hit you, you you hit some and you miss some. That's the way it all works. Uh, let's get to the mail sack coming up. We'll dive back in briefly. College football kind of wrapping it up at the bottom of the hour. Also, Zach Wilson is uh, added again for the Jets. So that is all still to come. But the mail sack, your questions welcome. 503-250-1080. That is next on the fan. We
0: really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the call. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first
4: three orders while supplies last.
0: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: All right, a couple more college football notes to get to. Zach Wilson speaks. Blazers are playing tonight. Got a lot still to get to here in the final hour of the show. I've officially laid the bet, by the way. I didn't want to do it, but I did. What bet did you place? I've bet my brother $120.12 on the Seahawk 49er (laughs) money line playoff game I don't know what he's thinking there it's he is just a 12 a, through and through confidence, man. I told you he's a Seahawks fan See, here's the and thing through. though I like no matter how irrational my fandom can be from time to time and it can get irrational. all of us can be irrational fans like that would be like me betting somebody and maybe this is an unfair analogy but I'm gonna go with it anyways like this would be like me knowing a Georgia fan and betting them $100 straight up that Oregon was gonna be Georgia like, I, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Now, did we, maybe I argue that the game was going to be closer? Like, of course I argued that. Hey, maybe they cover the spreads like 14 and a half. So the Niners are going to win 65 7. It's not going to quite be 65 7. Be awesome if it was. But it, with how lopsided those two <laughs> games were, like, I, no matter how delusional of a fan you are, I don't quite get how you get to that point point. You should throw this, you have a group chat with some Seahawks fans in it, or you should just text your buddies who are Seahawks fans. I'll ask them. And you should say would you be willing to bet $120 on the straight up straight up winner? No points, no nothing, just Seahawks are going to beat the Niners this weekend. Points, they'll take it. They'll say, yeah, sure, we can hang around. I'll take the 10, 10 and a half, whatever you're going to give me, but straight up money line? I yeah, I don't think any of them would take that bet, but I'll text them. All right. I'll, I'll text them. All, All the, right. the Seahawks fans I know. You know some crazy Seahawks fans. <laughs> I, I do it. I don't think they're that quite You irational. know some Seahawks fans that fall in love with players, and <laughs> you never know. There's a whole story there, man. A whole story. Uh, let's sack it up, shall we? Your question's welcome. 503-250-1080. Let's start. Uh, Sook's birthday present to you is punching one of the talking heads in the face without repercussions. Who are you picking him to punch in the face? Why? Who do I want physically ass- assaulted? Who do you want physically assaulted? Skip Bay- He said, is Skip Bayless your answer? Oh. Oh. I would like Skip Bayless to get punched in the face. Any yes. talking head. I thought he was trying to no, say. No, no, like, no. Any so talking specifically uh, head. Specifically at the face. So no, said- if
2: uh, Shannon Sharp snapped one day on the set, I, I would not. <laughs> the Jim Rome, Chris Everett <laughs> yeah, thing? like, yeah. But
4: Shannon Sharp actually gets to him? Yeah. Yeah. That would not end well. Skip Bayless would get thrown around like a ragdoll. I I would. There's nobody else that even compares to that guy. No. I I would like to see him punch in the face. There's There's people
2: that I wish would go away, but I... I'm very uncomfortable
4: with answering this question. It's... (laughs) Who would you physically assault? <laughs> you can assault Skip Bayless all you want, man. Yeah, uh, well, Throw him down a flight of stairs after you punch him in the face. Um, if you're the Seahawks, me that, that question, do you use your draft capital this year to go get a franchise quarterback or do you roll the dice for Geno Smith on a team-friendly deal and load up on the defense? By the way, you sound like a real LeBron fan the way you go at Skip Bayless. Uh, I just He is a despicable human being. It's pretty odd. I hate everything about him. He is a horrible member of society. <laughs> he makes us worse as a population. <laughs> Like He uh, makes us worse as people, geez. and I he needs to go away. If we could shoot him to the moon with Boy. Kanye West, I would do it. Does Elon have any of those rockets laying around? Can we just load them up, ship them up like they did in uh, Don't Look Up? You
2: just made my post-show production work a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, Come back in 50 years. Dude, um, I hate that guy. What is the question?
4: Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Use draft oh, capital to get a co- no franchise way. quarterback no. or roll the dice with Geno? No. Team I would roll
2: you? my dice with Geno and Gino back. load
4: up and then... You if have the 5th and 20th pick. You got to use those. Yeah. I mean that's what is quite you five, 5 and 20. You could trade up number 1 and go get a guy. No, I don't. are no, not going to do no. it, but there's nobody worth number 1. Not a big Bryce Bryce young guy. So you're going to give up the ability to get two players that could really fundamentally change your organization for the hopes that a small quarterback could just Smith
2: dealt, was not he was good enough to win more games. Their defense being unable to stop other teams kept them from winning more games than yeah, Gino, their throwing picks. Or Don't whatever. they have
4: Denver's pick next year too. I believe so. Maybe because so. I I'm not ready to say Denver even with a Sean Payton hire is gonna be. Let me look it up. Amazing. They could be in a situation where they have their own pick.
2: Well, if Denver ends up because they requested to talk to three defensive coordinators, so if they don't get Sean Payton and they bring in another defensive coach mm-hmm. there, I I don't know that.
4: Yes, they do next year.
2: So Denver could again fall short in the AFC. So West. they could tank. So you could have another top five pick next year. Plus,
4: you might miss the playoffs. And there's better next quarterbacks.
2: Year potentially in the draft next year
4: it doesn't make sense in my opinion to trade 5 and 20 to move up and take one of these quarterbacks that may or may not be an absolute stud maybe cj stroud would make you regret this in five years he could never know but you 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 have to care about other holes on your roster and they they got some on defense so no i I would not move up uh yeah they got the the first round pick this year and the second round pick this year and their first round pick next year and their second round pick no i take that back sorry Because this happened before the draft last year. So they had last year's first-round pick. Okay. And then this year's first-round pick. And then it ends. They don't have next year's. Okay. I I forgot it's now 2023. I was looking at those numbers like, oh, they do! Yeah, so they had last year's number 9 overall pick, this year's first-round pick, last year's second-round pick, and this year's second-round pick. And then that is it. For the draft picks they get from Denver, so it'll all, it'll all end this year. I, I'm I'm with you. The only question I have on Gino is how much is he going to ask for, and is there a number that I'm uncomfortable going over? Because I I do think there are limitations with Gino, and if you got a franchise tag him, I guess you can do it. You probably have the cap space to do it. Uh, but if you can get him on like a two year. Fifty million dollar deal where you're paying them twenty five million something like that with some incentives like yeah I, I'd do that deal. Mill um, said question: There's a Chick fil A and a Killer Burger two opening two blocks from my house in Salem. Which one would you rather have next to your house? Well, <laughs> <laughs> probably the Killer, Killer Burger, Burger for traffic Killer Burger. reasons. Killer Burger. Yeah, I just I like Killer Burger better than Chick fil A anyways too. Yeah, I do too. I think Chick fil A's Chick fil A's good. Chick fil A's good. Uh, but I I take Killer Burger. Can't. uh... I want seven days a week. What if I, what if I want those nuggies on Sunday? Well, one day you need to rest. <laughs> That's you, the, the good book says you need to rest on that day and you do not need to be eating chicken sandwiches. Uh, also your cholesterol would probably thank you for taking a day off if you had to choose between those and one was not open. <laughs> no days off, man. Both of them are fantastic. No days off. My 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 kids love burgers and I, so do I. Yeah, they got good burgers there. Um uh, question Who has the most punchable face in the NBA? We're on the we're Grayson on the theme, we're on the theme of punching. You think he has the most punchable face, or is it his actions that make him have a punchable face? Both. Whatever you want to choose. Okay. You want to go both? You want to go actions? Don't
2: have somebody that jumps out more than that little
4: twerp. Yeah. Luka Doncic has a punchable face. I don't like his face. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think mean, he's a little whiny, but I don't. I don't look at him and go punchable face. It's just a like. It's not even really what he does on the floor. It's not I, the whining. I just he just uh, yeah. I, don't I also like, don't like calling it punchable. I would call it more a hole face. Yeah, he's got that a little bit. Uh, yeah. He just kind of. Uh, yeah. Ted Cruz of the NBA, definitely my choice that. there. You're like, oh, I'd punch that guy. Uh, let's see. Most of that question. What's more of a douche thing that you won't miss? Cliff Kingsbury wearing sunglasses at indoor games. <laughs> Or Sean McVay being forced to use a get-back coach? Hold me back, bro! Hold me back! Well, we don't know if, first off, Kingsbury could end up coaching in another indoor stadium. So that might be returning to a field near you. See him in an OC box with sunglasses <laughs> on. like. And Sean McVay hurting? has not stepped down yet. So yeah. it, we, we might not miss either of these things. But which one is douchier? Uh, It's definitely... <laughs> it's the get-back I think coach. it is the get-back coach. I know I want to go... More so than wearing sunglasses indoors. Who are you talking to? I wear my sunglasses but the, yeah, there's at a, night. There's a difference, though, of having lights in front of you. Like, if you wore sunglasses. Uh, the glare of
2: those stadium lights in the dome. They're not easy.
4: I mean, we've all been in a dome. It's not that bright. Pimping ain't easy, buddy. I've walked around on air. Have you ever walked around on an Arizona's field for a football game? I have. Oh. Do you want a cookie? Or what? I'll humble brag you. <laughs> guess, guess what I didn't need. Did you stare up at the lights a lot? Do you remember I doing did. that? I was like, yeah, huh. Guess I don't need sunglasses in here because it's yeah. an indoor stadium. But is there anything worse than needing a get-back coach for somebody who's never going to actually get in a fight? Hold me back, bro. you got to hold me back, coach, hold because back, you're going to what? Hold me what back. are you going to do? Hold me back, bro. Are you going to pick him up
2: and dump some chunky soup on him? Suplex and suplexing the linesman or the li- lines
4: referee there? It's a, what a what ridiculous thing to have as a coach, yeah. as a get-back coach, yeah. because you're never <laughs> fighting. Hugging on your back. No, no and the, felt the, the, it's not about fighting. It's about getting. No, a I know. Stay, they don't stay hold away. them back. From I know. Fighting, but like no. get back on the sideline. You got to get on coach. the sideline. Get on yeah. the sideline. Get back on the sideline. The sheer thing is the get back coach. Doesn't every coach have a, some sort of a get back coach? Though I think everyone does. There's somebody that follows the. coach Well, usually around. it's on. Some coaches need it. Far in more college, it's always the strength and conditioning. It's Mar- yeah. Mario's is Aaron Feld. Aaron Feld. yeah, it's Feld. It's, I mean, that's who it is. Uh, yeah because nobody else could hold him back. <laughs> no, nobody
2: else is. Well, there's two different get it. back coaches. There's the get back, there's the get back coach responsible for the head coach, then there's the get back coach that keeps the team from encroaching well, on the field. Yeah,
4: that coach is needed for players. We're talking about yeah. coaches here. So I know it's not just for fighting. I know it's to actually keep him. But that's kind of my point. A referee would tell any coach to get back and he would get back. You don't need a coach for that. <laughs> Because a ref will go, get your ass back to the sidelines. Well, or two mornings, the you get a 15-yard penalty. Maybe you get too no. caught in the moment. It's 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 a fake need. Can I have a get-back guy on the show? Can I put that in my next contract? At least when with- we start arguing and getting heated, he'll grab me by the back of my shirt. Hold me back! Hold me back! When was the last time I got you to that point? <laughs> uh, get ba- You needed a get-back coach so you didn't punch my punchable face in the face. I don't know. It's a good question. Okay. There's not one that comes to mind. All right. At least recently. I don't think... <laughs> I think next year is going to get contentious. Oh, it'll get contentious. Oh, it's going to be, no, my 7-0 is better than your 7-0. Oh, it'll be there. No, our 7-1 is still better than your 6-0. Well, you better be 7-0 and because you're playing nobody in non-conference. Somebody said Christian chicken tastes the same as secular chicken, but those waffle <laughs> fries. Yeah, yeah, those waffle fries are good. Yeah, but, I mean. Trey Young getting texted in as a punchable face uh, in the NBA. Yeah, I can understand that. I'd punch him in the face. He does have a punchable face. Yeah, He's but. He's kind of a douche, too. Well, I love I'd oh, more yeah. laugh
2: at his receding hairline. <laughs> Well, have you seen a lately? I think he's doing something getting with his
4: plugs? hair. It's, it looks a little thicker. It's a little thicker than a snicker. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, last one here, Millsack. Uh, if you guys had to get real jobs, what would they be? <laughs> we get this question the most. We do well, get that a lot. It's almost have, like people
2: are rooting for us. To be I proud. had a real job before I just chose you to did. do this. You did. You got out of a real job. Got out of the this. real job.
4: I'd call every contact I have in the golf world and see, is there anything that I can do to make money doing this? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my answer i call the guys at Northwest Golf Guys. Travis, Zach, you listening right now? Exactly. You need somebody to hang around the simulator room? I'll turn it on. I'll unplug it if it freezes. <laughs> what do you need, man? Call up every golf course I know. I'm That, it's, that would be I have no skills, so that's all I got. <laughs> that's, a, that's all I got. That's it. It's a good answer, but I'm just laughing at, like, I'm just picturing you Going out to your truck in your driveway and doing this, just getting everybody up in your phone, <laughs> and then eventually seeing you working at a local muni, cutting grass, like, this is what you're doing? You're like, yeah, yeah, this is where I'm at now. <laughs> my working life. outdoors in my hands. This is what it came to didn't you used to be on the radio? I yeah. yeah, I did. I We're don't. In his
2: aeration spikes
4: out there oh, on the fourth tee box. hell yeah, brother, Hell yeah. I'm going to say something that's absolutely going to get recycled on the fan in 10 years. I don't think about this anymore. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, look at that. Mic drop. I love the confidence. Well, you, you want me to say, I'm going to get in my car <laughs> and I'm going to call everybody <laughs> I know. You don't know, want to work at Hoops or something? huh? Call up a casino? We could the work the, a a? the idea, idea of working, like being like um, a, a team, like a working for an organization and like you say, what's your job? And my job is I wrangle the basketballs. I'm kind of a confidant in a way and I'm working out with guys. That seems like a fun thing. Yeah, it'd be a good job. And then Damian Lillard calls you at 2.30 a.m. as you're snug in your bed and says, I want to go in the gym, get here so he can get in. Cool. Cool. Uh, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. And then it's hey, Anthony Simons did not like how he played tonight. He's going to go to the PF to get some shots up. (laughs) We need you to be there to about 3 a.m. And then we need you to be here at 7 a.m. and get everything set up. (laughs) Like these jobs sound fun. And then you start going through what they actually entail. And it's very true. Yeah. Anybody who I know that owns a company, I'd call them too. Like, hey, do you have a position on the payroll that's not asked to do a lot of work? (laughs) That makes decent money. It's always a ridiculous job. It's always like I'm going to start my own basketball gym and I'm going to mortgage my house and I'm going to open a facility and then I'm going to get beat by these other facilities that already exist. And then I've lost my house. My family hates me. And there we go. You're opening up the new hoop, huh? There's not really one on the east side. There needs there needs to be one on the east side. There absolutely needs to be one the I'd go to, to that hoop. Side. I'd go to that I, hoop. I might open one up. I'd be there, baby. There we go. Millsack, every Tuesday at 8.15. Let's get to uh, what the latest Zach Wilson has said. The Blazers are back in action tonight. We put a bow on the college football season all in the next half hour.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai.
4: Blazers back in action tonight. I'm excited to watch the Magic Bowl Bowl's back. You're excited to watch the Magic. I huh? am excited to watch. Okay. I have not seen the Magic play all year. Okay. Uh, Bancaro, big fan of his in college. Uh, he is. see having a good. It seems like he's having a really good year. I wanted them to get him so bad, man. Yeah, Could seemed, you imagine? I mean, I like Shaden. Shaden's baby Kobe, but oh my <laughs> god! If he's baby Kobe, what does that make Bancaro? LeBron. LeBron. He's the next <laughs> LeBron. <laughs> Bull ball, running the point. Like, yeah, I'm excited, man. Orlando. I'm rooting hard for Orlando to win the number one overall pick. Win Yama, Bol Bol, and Bankiro Thank in the you. starting lineup is incredibly terrifying. Like of all these other tanking teams, I don't want to see him in any of those other cities. Well, but let me push back on this. I've thought about this a little bit, even though Portland's not in this running. This kid, Winbanyama won a game yesterday with a putback dunk in which he barely jumped. <laughs> Everybody wants him. I was wondering why I'm rooting for Orlando, and I just gave you the reasons because of the lineup and how tall it would be. But, like, realistically, should it be Orlando? Don't we give this to Orlando? And they just F it up. They did. <laughs> well, I mean, you had, was Shaq the number one pick? He was a number one pick, right? Yeah, they f it up. Well, yeah. I mean, they got to an NBA Finals. They f it up. They had Dwight Howard. They got to an NBA Finals. f it up. At least they've hit on their picks. Right, but they f it up. Like That's why better do than, I like, want- the Cavs taking Anthony Bennett number one overall. Yeah, they also took LeBron, and they got a championship out of that. <laughs> well, that deal. was the easiest pick of all time. I know, but, again, I remember the Dwight Howard one was somewhat controversial. Wasn't that the Emeka Okafor draft? I was an Emeka Okafor truther. I was, too. I did not know much about yeah. Dwight Howard other Good. than Sebastian Telfair beat him in high school. And I remember going, a guy's six-foot a point guard beat him? Come on. <laughs> How tough could he be? This guy's a bum. And he's a Hall of Fame player. Uh, but that being said, like I was kind of wondering, why do I want Orlando to do it? I don't want Oklahoma City to do it. They don't deserve it. No. Well, let me see. Who else is in the running right now? Detroit? Detroit I don't, yeah. Detroit. I don't there's something boring about Detroit. There always kind of has been. I tend to agree with you there. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of go through it. And so you got Houston, Detroit, Charlotte. I don't want Houston. Why does Houston deserve it? They don't. Screw Houston. Charlotte. What about you want a Magic to get him or not Magic? uh, MJ to get him? No, no. San Antonio. Charlotte f's everything up. There, there's the one spot, but they already had their 20 year run. I don't want the Spurs to be good again. They had the Twin Towers. Uh, You got Washington down there in the mix. I feel like Washington's one of the most irrelevant franchises in all of sports. They absolutely are. I'd probably be most comfortable with the least amount of problems than Washington getting him. Yeah. Because at least with Washington, they've never really been in the number one slot, and they've had good picks, and it just hasn't been able to build around them. Hasn't quite clicked. Washington maybe gets it. I think I'm going Orlando for a couple of reasons. One, I want him playing next to Bull Bull. Just the sight of that would be pretty cool. Two, I think they have the best uniforms of all these teams, although Charlotte's a close second there. But Charlotte came back with their throwback pinstripes, and they didn't pinstripe the shorts. You're going with uniform? Yeah, I'm going uniforms. Wow. The the not pinstriping of the shorts is inexcusable. Why would you pinstripe the jersey and not the shorts? I digress. Uh, but the Magic are in town tonight. I'm excited to see the Orlando Magic, who have the fifth-worst record in the NBA. The Blazers have 10 of their next 11 at home. and That's you know, good. Well... Hopefully, <laughs> I don't know if anything's good. By the way, should be noted another team joined us in the sub five hundred category. Who who's with us now? The Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns under five hundred. They are imploding right now. How about that? And uh, there's a difference between Phoenix doing it and us doing it. I just want some Blazer fans to realize that they have lost six in a row and nine out of ten. Yeah, they they're 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 going to make a deal. They're going to have to do a trade. Um, look, nine a uh, ten of the next eleven at home. Those are great. Orlando tonight. We'll see. Cleveland, you don't feel great. Dallas, you don't feel great. I just want people to be ready here because I'm I'm seeing and I'm hearing some of the chatter, and I'm not seeing a lot of wins on that schedule. Um, their one road game is at Denver. Philly comes to town. The Lakers have won five, in, or no, they've won five of the last six because they just lost to Denver last night. San Antonio, you should beat, and Utah, you should beat. Toronto's a question mark, and Atlanta's a team maybe you should beat we'll see what they do. I just want to point out because we didn't dive deeply on them yesterday. That was an NFL playoff Monday. Like this, this I, is a hard. tough time of year for them. We will get more to the Blazers. I mean, we'll see what I'm going to watch tonight. I'm curious to see how they look. This is a bounce back game. I just, I know people are concerned and what's going on and how, what Chauncey's not good. I, let's just merely point something out here. You're, you're leveraging and you're playing entirely five guys, all of your minutes. Okay. Your bench scored three points in Toronto. Your bench consume uh, it consists of a nineteen year old who never played college basketball, a twenty year old who was in college for a couple years and is just figuring out what his role is, and is giving good minutes in Bari. And then who? Like you just your bench is depleted. GP2, hopefully tonight. Well, we'll see. He was probable for Toronto, and then he didn't play. Yep. Drew Eubanks. That's been a fun story. It's kind of come down a little bit the last few games. Like, you don't have bench options here. And so when you play five guys high-leverage minutes, there is nothing to point to with turnovers other than for me to say, I think it's mental fatigue. When Dame was gone, who did we rely on to play heavy minutes and to carry us? It was Ant. It was Mm -hmm. Grant. It was Hart. Oh, by the way, Josh Hart, your uh, high-level minutes guy, he's also playing on a bum ankle. Mm -hmm. So – it's not to make an excuse. It's just to calm people down. They don't have a lot. They're missing three key guys in the rotation. I, I, I don't I don't know. I, I didn't have the biggest of expectations. But what I see on Twitter, and it, Twitter's, this is kind of why Twitter's become a cesspool. It's like freak out, trade everybody, fire the coach. After every single loss, there's no nuance. The nuance is simple, guys. They're playing five players, and then they're counting on teenagers to come in and please help them out. Because they don't have a lot going for them on the bench. I hope GB2 plays. He helps them a ton. But if he doesn't, don't expect the world with this team. I I don't know where these expectations came from after the injuries happened and after the bench basically got depleted. You're getting a lot of turnovers because I think you're getting guys that are tired making boneheaded plays. Yeah, it has. I, I think a lot of the the panic had to do with the start that they got off to and being ten and four, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, we got a good team on our hands." And then it kind of hit the side of a mountain a bit, and injuries are a major, major part of that. And also, they just were overachieving a hair early in the season. You can win games in the NBA by just out-efforting your opponent sometimes in a long 82 game season. And it seemed like they were playing with a kind of you know chip on their shoulder, a lot to prove. The injuries started piling up, and now the schedule's catching up. With them with some tough opponents on the road. Uh, this is a chance at home. Get back. You know, th- this is still to me a playoff team. You got to try and ride the ebbs and flows. Should be a win tonight. Don't lose to the Orlando Magic tonight. <laughs> Just- yeah, but it, people keep they did this on the road trip. Don't lose to this team. They're not better than Indiana. Why no. was that like something? Indiana's awful a loss. Five games above 500. I don't know where that came from. What's, what's frustrating? Minnesota's a tough, you know, Minnesota's yes. not great, but Minnesota's a decent team. I mean, the difference between you and Minnesota is one game one game and it's if they're 20 and 21 you're 19 and 20. yep. Uh, Indiana's sitting there at 23 and 18 and Toronto is the you know you can point to Toronto and say you shouldn't lose. Toronto still has really good players. You just can't go six minutes without a field goal. They did that in back-to-back games. Yeah, just don't have a dry stretch. Don't get off to a rough start. Sometimes the first game back after a road trip can be tough. We'll see what they got tonight. I am excited to watch Orlando, that game. Uh, Portland is a a 7.5-point favorite going into that game tonight. I'm not going to touch it with a 10-foot pole. Uh, I'm going to close up a quote from Zach Wilson, and uh, how about this? Your favorite moment of the college football season, not team-related. Don't pick something from your team. Just nationally. What was your favorite moment of the college football season? We'll wrap it up there as the season has come to an end, and Zach Wilson is at it again next on Just like ah, great song to we'll close it up today. Let's take a look at the poll Whoa. questions. Sam Cook, let's go. Yeah, have you ever seen the, the documentary on him on Netflix, Two Killings of Sam Cook? Uh, I did not. I, I saw the one that really Amazon good. made. One Night in Miami or whatever. Yeah, yeah that, was, that, a good that was a cool movie. I'll have to watch the uh, documentary. It's really good. Uh, we had a switch NFC playoff game. Are you most excited for Seahawks 49ers? Ran away with it. You got lot really? of Seahawks fans. Yeah, I think if you take Phantom out of that, I don't know how you would vote that game. The other two games are far more compelling to me than Seattle's San Francisco. I think Vikings-Giants is better than San Francisco-Seattle. I think dallas Tampa's more exciting, and I think jacksonville Yeah, uh, I did it for NFC-AFC. So Jacksonville and, and oh, the Chargers AFC. won gotcha. it in the AFC overwhelmingly. Uh, Ravens-Bengals and, and Dolphins-Bills kind of tied. Nobody's excited for Bengals-Ravens. Uh, no, <laughs> nobody I think is excited for Bills-Dolphins, like Teddy Not Bridgewater in Buffalo. Nope, no chance. Well, um, they, they, they are saying Tua could- maybe, maybe get cleared. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. What if the doctor clears him? No. I'm a doctor now. I'm the captain now. You're not playing. <laughs> I'm taking over the ship. <laughs> if somebody with a medical degree says you can play, I'm not doing it, man. He's had three concussions. I know. Imagine he gets four. I don't think we've ever had a player in NFL history that has had diagnosed three concussions. Steve Young had well diagnosed. diagnosed yeah. different. Yeah. Steve Young had to have suffered at least three in a season. You would imagine. Uh, what should the Packers do this offseason? Keep love, trade Rodgers ran away with it. 75% of you say uh Jordan Love Time in Green Bay. That's what I would do, man. Uh where is, are you at on that? I I would keep Rodgers. I would. You know I'm a guy. You're going guy. down with the ship, aren't you? I go you? down with the ship, baby. Uh is this the worst championship game in sports history? I was in the <laughs> last night. 88% of you say yes. Yes, it is. Uh, will the Pac-12 team be in next year's college football playoff? 54% of you say yes. Wow. I voted no on that one. We talked a little bit about that earlier in the show. I voted yes. I'm going for some optimism here. Some things need obviously need to break your way, and schedules play a big factor in that. But Yeah. yeah it's going to be a great conference, man. So I hope. I hope my team is the one that does it, but uh, overall, yeah, I hope it happens. I think the Pac-12 championship is our playoff, damn it. And whoever wins it is our champion. That's the cutest thing you've ever seen. the real champion to me. <laughs> uh, before we close it up, let's get to Zach Wilson. Will he or will he not be a Jet next year? Well, he was asked at the uh, at his end-of-the-season press conference this week, because a lot of rumors about what the Jets are going to do at quarterback, they're saying, we're going to stick by him. Nobody believes him because he sucks. And uh, Zach Wilson was asked, well, what if you guys go out and get a veteran quarterback? How are you going to handle that in training camp? Here's Zach Wilson. You said, you're,
0: you said you're a competitor, so if they come to you in March and say, look, uh, we're going to keep you, we like you, we're going to develop you, but we're signing veteran x to be our starter mm-hmm. how would you feel
2: yeah i'm gonna make that dude's life hell and practice every day you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go out there and do my best uh to just show the coaches that i deserve to be there and you know and it's not it's not in a negative way it's a positive way it's making everybody else you know better hopefully and and you go out there and you just attack every single day
4: jeez tell us how you really feel dirt i'm gonna make that guy's gonna... life a living hell what, what? If he's good how do you answer a question that way I mean, what welcome do you want? to the competition. I haven't done enough to win the starting job, and I hope to earn it next year in training camp. I'm going to make that guy's life a living hell, is your answer to that question. Do you expect a different answer? I do. Well, no, I don't I'm expect to. He basically said I'm going like to compete my ass off. I don't expect a different answer, but this highlights the problem in Zach Wilson. Oh, so a quarterback should be more in tune with the situation. Go, You know what? Actually, I'm not very good. Uh, you shouldn't yeah. do that with a
2: big old... S eating grins, huge on grin his on his face. face. Like That's he's his the face,
4: man. Can we stop? He's got a hole no. face, okay? As an a hole face guy, here's please the thing. Stop. Here's the problem, though. I, I, of course, this is what Zach Wilson is going to answer. He also, like, these quotes make it back into the locker room and they make his life a living hell. Like, he answered the question, Did you let the defense down? No. Yeah, that was bad. Like, that killed him in the locker room. It did. It did him This kind of stuff does not play well with other NFL players who have accomplished things in their careers. That's the end of the season interview. There is no locker room now. They're (laughs) off for three months, four months, five months, whatever it is. Guess what? Narrator, he's not going to make anybody's life a living hell. I wouldn't be shocked if the Jets got rid of him. (laughs) They should, probably. Uh, Quickly, because you asked it, and I'll just give my answer now before I forget. What's your favorite moment of the college football season? It's TCU. Uh, TCU gave... A lot of scares in Vegas. There was reports Vegas was going to get hammered with losses if TCU won that game. And TCU gave all of the smaller programs in college football hope that things can break your way. And you got a shot. It doesn't mean you'll win it, but you got a shot. Really? And over, so for teams playoff. like, smaller teams like Oregon State and Oregon, you know, we feel like we, we, we're we on the same level now. We believe. We believe. I love it, dude. <laughs> I, for me, it was Tennessee beating Alabama. That was such an iconic moment. That's the goalpost going into the river. They blew an 18-point lead and then still good. won the game. Such a great game, man. That was easily the best moment for me, outside of fandom uh, purposes, obviously. So, there you go. Good little show. If you missed it, go check the podcast, 1080thefan.com. I'm and at 1080thefan. Thanks for being a part of our Tuesday. We will talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next to this is 1080thefan.